Welcome to the Immigrant Finance Podcast, a show dedicated to everything money, online business, and immigration, because immigrant families deserve to build generational wealth too. I'm your host, Adina, social entrepreneur, immigration attorney, and financial educator and coach for immigrant families. I created the Immigrant Finance Platform with my husband, Mauricio, who immigrated to the U.S. eight years ago after we struggled through the whole process of trying to figure out finances as an immigrant family alone. We wanted to share what we learned about building wealth with others along the way and created the Immigrant Finance School Group Coaching Program where we teach immigrants and their families like you how to manage their money, get started investing, and build online businesses in just weeks, all with group accountability and support. Our clients have been able to get started investing and develop lifelong plans to build generational wealth regardless of their immigration status, actually launched an online business they've been dreaming of starting for years, bring in enough income to leave a job with a shitty boss, and book up their calendar for the rest of the month just after announcing their new coaching business. I'm coming to you with a new show several times a week with stories about online business lessons, money and mindset insights, and guest interviews to help you become financially empowered. Each episode will switch between personal finance and online business topics. Now let's get to this week's episode. Hello. Hello, hello. I hope you are doing very well. This is Adina here. Hey, Kara. Hey, everyone. Um, this is Adina here from Immigrant Finance doing a quick live today and recording for the podcast. Oh, man, I got nervous because one of my friends joined. For a second, it was going to be fun. Um, so, hey, everyone, I'm Adina here from Immigrant Finance. So let me tell you a little bit about what we do for those of you who are new to our community. Um, so we have a platform that's focused on empowering immigrants and their families to learn about financial stability, um, building wealth through managing money, learning how to invest, and learning how to increase income by starting online businesses. Um, and I wanted to do a talk today about cash flow, uh, which is one of the most important secrets for building wealth, is learning how to get, hey Yazzie, welcome, um, learning how to get cash moving. And so let's talk about why it's so important. Um, and I'm I'm going to go over a really quick model that I actually cover in our immigrant finance school program. Um, so some of you listening who've done the program will maybe have seen this before if you've done one of the more recent rounds or maybe new if you did a prior round. Um, but let's talk about why this is important first of all. So with immigrants and their families, we all know that we often see people in positions where they are working really hard, multiple jobs, um, or they're having to do long, long hours in order to make money, and that money's not really growing for them, right? Um, and so there's another approach to learning how to build wealth. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, there's another approach to be building wealth that's about learning how to make money work for you and learning how to make money when you sleep through passive income. And this is something that not enough people in the immigrant community know about and are doing. Um, the main way to be doing that really is investing in the stock market, but also by starting a business and learning how to make cash come in on a regular basis in your in your business. That's called cash flow. But you can also think of cash flow as like with investing your money, 
is just growing and making money on itself, right? Um, so I'm gonna go over a quick model. Let me pull this up. Now this is from Robert Kiyosaki. Um, for those of you on Instagram, you're not gonna be able to see my screen because I, I can't share it, but I will walk through it. If you're in the Facebook group, um, you'll be able to see it there. If you, you can go back and watch the replay if you're not in our Facebook group. I guess same for podcast folks, this this will just be audio. So I'll, I'll explain and go over it, but it's called the Cashflow Quadrant. It's from Robert Kiyosaki, who's the guy who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is an amazing, amazing book on finances and really uh, money mindset when it comes to building wealth. I would highly recommend it if you're looking for some resources on how to learn more about money and thinking differently, uh, thinking like how wealthy do wealthy people do about money. But yeah, let's go over this quadrant and it's going to explain for you all why cash flow is so important and why you really need to think differently about how you make money if you want to actually be building wealth. Um, so the cash flow quadrant quadrant has four quadrants. There's employee, then self-employed, then business owner, and then investor. I'll talk about each one, but the short story is you want to get to the point where you're a business owner and investor in order for cash flow to really be flowing and for building wealth and having your money make more money for you. It's really, really hard to get to that place of actually building generational wealth if you in the employee space, or even if you stay in the self-employed space, I'll go into more detail of why. Why uh, shortly? Uh, just overall, this is so important for immigrants and their families because this is something that a lot of wealthy people who are not immigrants um, know that's been passed down in generations that they understand this, and it's not taught in school. And so, people new to the country you know, they just don't know about this framework. And so you often see people staying in the, just the employee box. And that's why there's so many folks I talk to who are like working so much, like working way harder and a lot more than wealthy people do, but not having that much to show for it. And they're frustrated, rightfully so. So first I'm gonna go over the employee quadrant. That's the first quadrant. Um, for those of you listening, not on video, think of like, um, a plus sign, right, with four quadrants, and we're in the upper left quadrant for employee. So this is the situation where you're trading time for money. So you get paid based on every hour you work, right? Uh, typical salary job, typical nine to five job situation. Um, you pay the most taxes in this quadrant, and it's very difficult to build wealth. Like, yes, you can um, invest, you know, what you can from your 401k if you're eligible for one. Um, or other ways, other types of investment accounts, right? There, there's definitely ways to be building wealth. And there's plenty of people who, who are with like even small salaries able to build, you know, a million dollars or over a million dollars in investments by doing very consistent investing small amounts. So there's totally a way to build wealth here. It's just the hardest way. That's my point that I'm trying to emphasize. It's the hardest way to be building wealth because you have the highest taxes and you're ultimately going to be capped with how much you can make in terms of time because you're, you're literally getting paid by the hours. So there's always going to be that cap there. The only way to get rid of that cap is if you move out of the employee quadrant. Um, let's talk about next. So self-employed. So that's the bottom left of the quadrant. So self-employed um, in terms of getting cash flow going and having more options for building wealth, that's definitely um, better than employee opens some more doors there because 
you have more control when you're self-employed on how much money you make on your income, right? So this is like, if you think about people freelancing or consulting, um, doing one-on-one -on -one work, like maybe one-on-one -on -one coaching, right? Um, or like one-on-one -on -one services, that's the self-employed category. Um, you know, you work alone, you don't have a team and you're basically getting um, contracts with like individuals or individual businesses that you work with. So in this situation, still trading time for money, just like as an employee, you can only get paid, you know, as much as you're able to work, right? And there's only 24 hours in a day. So even if you were to work every weekend, every night, you know, you could probably make a lot of money this way, but um, there is going to eventually be a cap because of time. You can't control the time limit that there's only 24 hours in a day. And that makes it really difficult to scale. So it's harder. Um, it's really hard to increase the amount that your business can make when you're in a self-employed category because you're doing it all yourself and you're trading that time for money with your clients, your clients take up all your time. Then people who are self-employed often tend to burn out because they're working so much, right? And it's kind of like, I've heard people say, it's kind of like when I was an employee, except instead of having one boss, now I have like 10 bosses that are my 10 clients, that kind of situation. And in this category, still paying a lot of taxes because someone who's self-employed is still gonna be paying the self-employment tax. And this is also a place people can get tra uh, trapped because they think this is what it means to have a business. Um, but they don't know that there's a whole nother quadrant as business owner that's very different than self-employed. And when you're stuck in the self-employed space and you're doing all the work yourself, it's really difficult to take yourself out of the business, right? And to be moving along the business and growing it because um, you're doing all the work and, it, and you don't have anyone else on your team, right? You're, you're self-employed working by yourself. And it's difficult to train other people to step in and do it for you so you can grow the company and grow the impact of how you're able to help people and provide services. So the third quadrant, business owner, is a really important one to think about getting to. And before I get there, describe it, let me just say like, if you're in the employee quadrant, it is a good move to try to get to self-employed as well, or like have a side hustle where you're making some extra cash on the side as, as self-employed on top of your job, like that's an awesome stepping stone to give you more options to increase income um, and to start building wealth and, and also lay the groundwork to have a business eventually. I'm just trying to say like, don't get stuck in the self-employed quadrant. Just know that eventually you'll have to think about transitioning it to an actual business right? Or else um, you're going to run into those issues I described with the self-employed quadrant. So business order is the next one that's um, the top right in the quadrant. And like I said, this is something to think about long-term transitioning into and thinking about it sooner than later um, before you even start like freelancing and doing self-employed work so that you have that in the back of your mind that like, okay, I need to grow this into something where I have a team right, where it's not just me doing all the work, where I have systems or I have structures in place supporting me so that I, this is going to be sustainable and so that I can grow it. Um, so like Yazzie's in the, one of our amazing students and clients in, in the live right now on Instagram. And uh, like, she's a great example because she started off her business, you know, she's doing it
all by herself, but she's been very early um, thinking about bringing in people to help, whether it's family members, right, or eventually hiring people. Um, so she's been like really smart from the beginning in in terms of like thinking about that shifting to the business owner quadrant. And, and yeah, if you have anything you want to add, feel free to put in the comments. It may be helpful for people to hear that like you just don't the, want the self-employee doing all yourself to be the be all end all. So yeah, start thinking about business owner um, sooner than later, right? It will take time to get there, but just like having that plan for that shift to happen and thinking about how to make your offer and services more scalable so that you can help more people and have a bigger impact and also have a team where you're not doing it all yourself. So um, with employee, it was basically, you know, you have a job, trading time for money. Self-employed was you own the job, still trading time for money. And then business owner is more about you own a system and you are helping like more and more people and that leads to money so that's really really different than time where it's getting that's how you get out of the trading time for money and this is something i talk with so many of you about in our community like you want to get out of trade trading time for money you realize it's an issue but the question is how and so that's why i wanted to do this talk to really talk through what that looks like and how you do that right and it's it's really about um having a more scalable offer having more systems having more of a team um, not doing everything yourself and getting out of the training time for money and having more passive income streams in your business and, and that does take strategy to structure a business in a sustainable way where it's going to be able to do all that it's easier said than done but that's like exactly something um, that we help our clients with in our in our online business accelerator program immigrant finance business school that's what we work on developing from the start in a sustainable way so that you're going to be set up for success into shifting into a business owner instead of like freelancing self-employed another benefit of the business owner quadrant is this is when you can start to lower taxes so there's a lot of tax benefits for business owners um, there's ways to start reducing the self-employment tax there's ways to be reducing taxes that businesses pay on their income, um, you know, through something called business deductions, for example, right? And so, and this is also a quadrant where you start thinking about hiring a team and employees, which is amazing because that's about giving other people jobs and like that's incredibly impactful too. If you can create jobs, not only are you helping, you know, provide jobs and you're helping your employees and their families, but you're also being able to expand your reach and impact because you have more of a team. There's only so much we can do alone on our own. And so by building more of a system and a team, you can carry out your mission at a wider scale and be able to help more people, which is super exciting. Um, and then the fourth quadrant is investor. And so this is when you own investments, right? So employee was you have a job, self-employed was you own a job business owner was you own a system and investor is when you own investments. And instead of trading time for money or, um, you know, helping pe more people to make money with an investor, your money makes more money. That's right. Your money makes more money. Uh, I heard someone say recently, I loved it. It's when you're investing, your money is making babies, right? Because your money makes more money through interest when it's invested 
And then that money also earns interest. So that's why that's why investing is one of the most powerful ways for building wealth because your investments grow exponentially, right? Um, and so that's something you know everyone can start doing regardless of what quadrant you're in. You can absolutely start investing regardless of what your immigration status or situation is. You can likely start investing. That's something I'm happy to help you figure out. Just who's the message? We can talk through it. We offer uh, free 30-minute consults at immigrantfinance.com slash consult. But yeah, the fourth quadrant is to be a full-time investor. And so that's about not working a nine-to-five job and maybe not even having to work in a business. It's about when your investments are at a level where they have grown so much that they are making money on on their own when they're sleeping when you're when you're sleeping excuse me um and that's really how passive income looks so even on day one when you start investing for the first time right um your money's going to eventually start making money on its own in the short term and that's called passive income but when you can get to this fourth quadrant where it's happening at a level that you don't even need to work and you can live off your investments that's the cash flow quadrant for being an investor where your money is just making more money. Um, this is why you see wealthy people out there who aren't working or aren't working very hard. And they're basically living off of their investments. They're living off of um, their dividends, which is like basically the money that the investment companies they're investing in pays them to thank them for investing with them. Right. And so it's it's just crazy. And this is this is how it works. This is how it works to be building wealth. And a lot of it is about cash flow because that business quadrant is about having systems, right? And teams that it's gonna allow a business to be having cash flow move, which is cash flow is just money coming in, right? Um, and then investing, it's about your investments building cash flow and your investments building more and more money. So that is the cash flow quadrant. Um, if you have questions, please put in the chat. I'd love to hear your questions. I know that uh, this is like kind of crazy to see. I remember the first time I learned about this from one of my coaches, I was blown away. It, was, it just made it so clear, like, okay, that's how wealthy people build wealth. So even though this is something um, that we cover in our immigrant finance school, program i did want to get this message out for everyone in our community to be aware of this because more people need to know that this is how uh this is one of the ways of to think about how to build wealth that's all about cash flowing and let me just say a word about again why cash flow is so important right because um you know in personal finance you see so many people talking about budgeting and no spend days and paying off debt and like all of that is really, really important. And you definitely have to learn to manage money if you want to be building wealth. But that is just like part of the story. That's just step one. And it, that's not how you're going to build wealth. Like you're not going to build wealth by paying off debt. Let me tell you that very honestly right now from, uh, from a place of love, like I'm saying it because Folks need to hear that and know that, that you're not going to build wealth that way. To build wealth, you have to be thinking about these things that lead to cash flow, like investing and increasing income through businesses. <laughs> yeah, Yazzie's like, yes, let's get it. She's totally doing it right now. Um, you have to have that cash flow because basically you can just reach all your financial goals, goals faster. That's what happens when you have cash flow. You can invest more. You can start maxing out your retirement accounts. 
You can start maxing out the accounts to save for your kid's college, right? You can start um, building up your entire emergency fund and other funds for other purposes. You can start living off your investments. Um, you can invest more and more and more, right? You can pay off debt you have. So, you know, you can take the approach of just like focusing on budgeting and debt payoff, which is again, important, but it's going to take you a lot longer if you just do that than versus if you focus on cash flow. If you focus on cash flow, you can hit those goals, those goals real fast. You can pay off your debt, your debt a lot faster. You can um, build up your emergency funds a lot faster. Right? So think about not only paying off debt and budgeting, but also how you can find cash flow. And this is something we would love to help you thinking through and applying um, to your own personal situation, right? If you're having any questions about this, just reach out. You can shoot us a message on Instagram, Immigrant Finance, or Facebook, Immigrant Finance. And you can book a consult with, um, with us at immigrantfinance.com slash consult. So um, I hope this was helpful. Let me know if you have any questions and take care. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to the Immigrant Finance Show. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already and leave us a review so we can reach more people to help. Also, did you know we started a free Facebook group for immigrant families who want to build generational wealth? We're doing free monthly trainings covering everything from investing to online business. Plus, you'll be in there with a network of other inspiring members of our community. Make sure to join us at facebook.com slash groups slash immigrant finance. And we'll see you there.